Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. My name is Matt Carroll. And I am Jeff Randall. Today is our news episode. Welcome to the new format, my friends. News day! News day. Who's news ready day. for news day? News day. News day. News day. Oh, should we make news day on Tuesday? Because it rhymes. Yes. Yes, we should. <laughs> yes, We're we should. We're going to have to rearrange our entire uh, recording schedule to make that happen, but yeah, we should. I believe in us. <laughs> Uh, so what do we got? What we do we got do in it. the news? Let's just jump right into the news, my friend. You don't even want to do a rundown? Uh, well, we kind of skipped it. Sorry. Uh, I know. Agents of Shield is officially renewed for season five. What? We mentioned it yesterday at the very tail end of the cast, but Agents of Shield has been renewed for season five. Yes. How mo- how good a news is that, my friends? That's excellent news. I didn't want it to end now, even if like I know it can't go forever. But five seasons is a pretty good number of seasons. But like I like a, a good like most good shows don't go over seven. Like we're getting into like good like a good number of season territory. Uh, I mean, we've already beaten the original Star Trek. Well, sure. I mean, that only had three, <laughs> and so it's not hard to beat. But shush, shush, shush. every every other Star Trek series had seven though. So except I want for Enterprise, this to go longer than Friends did, so that I can call this Super Friends. <laughs> I feel like there's other shows that could be called Super Friends. You could call the, the entire Defender series Super Friends because that'll probably That's get true. like if you count all four shows and Defenders, that'll definitely get more seasons. <laughs> you know, uh, that's that's another thing that um, that I wanted to talk about is that the Luke Cage season two and Jessica Jones two season two. I'm sorry, Jessica Jones season two have started filming oh. like right after the Punisher just recently wrapped filming. Yeah, they did. Did they say they're going to do an Iron Fist season two? It hasn't been announced, as far as I know. Yeah, I, I kind of like when a show is really well received, they're always jumping on like, "Oh, it's season two has been announced," and like that one didn't do so well, so they're kind of like, "I haven't heard anything." Uh, <laughs> um, uh, oh, by the way, thanks to Nick Stevens for posting that Agents of Shield was reportedly renewed before it was even confirmed. I think he had that posted on our wall. Yeah, so, yeah, it was that. Um, it could have been fake. It could have been fake news, but oh God, come it was it was real. <laughs> uh, it was uh, it was kind of just like somebody had thrown around like, oh, yeah, season five. And then Marissa Tankerowen, the um, the co-showrunner, said season or like she tweeted season five. Go team. Hashtag Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And then that yes. tweet has been deleted. But then CBR, Comic Book Resources, confirmed with ABC that it is, in fact, renewed for season five. And they'll probably have like a press release on Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday news day. Tuesday news day. <laughs> so uh, I hear so Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two passed five hundred million dollars worldwide, and it opened in opening weekend for one hundred and forty-five million. That's pretty amazing. I've been wa- I've been really keeping you know we we always keep an eye on these things, but uh, I always like to keep an eye on how it's totaling up compared to other and uh, Box Office Mojo does a good job of giving you breakdowns. Like right now, the six day total is. 175 million uh, domestically. The original Guardians of the Galaxy is only 126 million, so it's like outpacing the original Guardians pretty well. Uh, the thing about the original Guardians that is it's so interesting is that it went for weeks and weeks and weeks. It kept going. You remember we 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 started this oh, podcast. Yeah, it had legs for days. We had we did hashtag Beat Bay and uh, the next like two weeks after it came out, I think they did the Turtles movie came out. 
and I think it was the next weekend, actually. Oh, was it the next weekend? We, and we were like, "Come yeah. on, this movie is better. We need to make it b- bigger." And even though uh, the Turtles movie immediately did better because it was opening weekend, uh, Guardians it of the Galaxy took, one back. took back number one. Yeah, which almost never happens. Like once the movie hits number one, it normally just fizzles down. Guardians of the Galaxy went back to number one and stayed on top for a couple more weeks. It was amazing. Um, so if this one has the longevity, and after seeing it, I think it does. It is a great movie. I'm saying it on every cast, just in case people aren't listening to all the spoiler casts, uh, go see <laughs> Guardians. It is yeah, so when, good. Um, when I was on the Breaking the Panel episode for this past week where we talked about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, yeah. I... Um, I like the question is asked, like how much do you think this is gonna make? And Charles McFall was just like, it's gonna make a billion. It's just gonna go straight to a billion. And I was like, I don't know actually about that because I say that only because there have been so many reviews on it that have been like they they pegged it as kind of okay. Like they they talk yeah, about how true. the jokes go on too long. And it's like they're trying too hard to recapture the magic of the first one. It doesn't have the novelty that the first one had. Like, it's a good story, but in a different way. It's just not the first one. Like, if you like the first one, it's a must-see, but don't expect it to be the first one. So, like, that just kind of, that colors the public's opinion. And I think it's, like, I said it there, and I'm going to say again, I, I think it's only going to make between eight and nine hundred million. Right. Only eight or nine hundred million. Dang. That's all. That's rough. That's... Still more than <clears throat> BBS. <clears throat> yeah, it's uh, it, it's it's a really really good flick, and I'm I'm hopeful because because of the longevity of the first one. Because people went to see it, but not only did they go to see it, they went to see it again and again and again, and took people to see it. I was taking my I took my entire family. I've never taken my entire family to see a movie before, but I paid for my entire family. <laughs> To go see him, see this movie because I loved it so much. I was like, you guys yeah, just I'm, need to see this movie. I'm going to be taking my mom to see Guardians 2 um, in IMAX for uh, for Mother's Day. That's awesome. Because she's a, she's a fan of the MCU. Like, whenever um, I told her that, you know, opening, week, uh, opening weekend was coming up, she's like, when are we going? Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm so broke, Mom. I just bought a house. Like, the only <laughs> reason I'm able to go is because I bought my ticket a month ago. <laughs> Yeah, I can't. And she was like, okay. Aww. Well, I can't wait to go. Can't wait to go. It's going to be great. Um, I'm going to um, go again. <laughs> I've seen it twice. I'm going to see it a third time this week because I still have yet to see it in IMAX. So that's got to gotta happen. Oh, yeah. It's so, so pretty. Um, this movie, Guardians 2, was actually so good that before it released domestically, before it released in the U.S., it was announced that they were going to do a third one, and James Gunn was going to helm it. And um, he said something in an interview recently that kind of hints as to when it's gonna, when that third one's gonna come out. Um, he said that he he's so happy to be with us for the next three years. So that kind of that kind of says that Guardians Three is gonna come out in 2020, which makes sense because. You know, everything through 2019 is completely planned out and right. full. Yeah, that's the you one know, thing about them having... Three is just stuffed. Them having such a busy slate of movies, and I want all these movies they're making, but it's like, my favorite is Guardians. Like, Guardians Guardians 1 and Guardians 2 is now sol- solidly my favorite corner of the MCU. 
and I want more of that. But with so many things coming down the pike, it's like it's not like they can turn around and throw another one two years from now. But we are getting the Guardians in Infinity War, and uh, yes, and we the, are in both Infinity Avengers movies. three and four. Yeah, we are we're getting Guardians, even though it's been said that they are just um, like supporting. <sighs> players in the in the story they are their own team the whole team is going to be there that's exciting so we at least get that i wonder um, if we'll get like a nice uh zune fueled uh <laughs> battle or not uh like a like a like i'd really like to see uh i'd really like to see iron man and and thor and hulk fighting with like a 70s soundtrack you know yeah uh, yeah. We're gonna talk you know more. RDJ we'll talk more about be that. All on. about that. Oh yeah, yeah. You've seen Iron Man Iron three. Iron Man would be all about that. And then, um, like they they, like he pulls out the Led Zeppelin, and then we're like, oh, this is just like Thor Ragnarok. And then everybody's like, what is going on? Or at least like <laughs> Thor is just like, what's going on? What the hell? Like I like it, but what the hell's going on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, you also, I mean, you had Back in Black in the first Iron Man. Like, they've always had this, like, propensity for using old kind of classic rock sort of stuff. But the, the thing, that the, thing yeah. that the Guardians have is just that sort of, like, a little more poppy Motowny stuff. And I just love it. Ugh. Yeah. Just love the it so much. Thunderstruck was the opening to Iron Man 2. Yeah, that's right. Which I thought was great. <laughs> And um, speaking of, of other people showing up in Avengers 3, the cast has grown a little bit more. Uh-oh. Oh, my God. Tessa Whoa. Thompson, who plays Valkyrie in Thor Ragnarok, was spotted on the set of Avengers 3 in Durham, Scotland. Mm. And um, there's there's rumors that RDJ and Samuel L. Jackson are also going to be there. Like, they were headed that oh. way. And we're going to film there, too. I didn't hear... I, I, I'm sure I had heard this on the cast at some point, but I didn't remember if Samuel Jackson was going to be in this movie or not. Oh, he has to be. Yeah, you know, I, hope, I would hope so. It's all been leading here. It's the culmination of literally everything. It's the culmination of the moment he said Avengers in, like, 2008. The Avengers Initiative. God, it's been Ugh. a decade, man. It's been nearly a decade, yeah. It's great. It's really cool. All right. And you know... Another thing that's happening in Scotland is, you know, on the set there, there was a statue that was spotted on set that is um, the same kneeling as Guardian statue that was seen in Thor's, um, his little, his fever vision or whatever, oh. his vision where everyone was dead and, and Heimdall had the white eyes and was like, can you not see? Knowing that Avengers, I mean, they knew where they were going with, with Avengers 1 and 2, Eventually, I mean, you know, Thanos was shown in Avengers One, and and uh, and he's his he his his presence is still felt in Avengers Two. I feel like um, with with the scepter still being part of the whole thing. I'd really like to know, um, like, I need to rewatch the Avengers movies. Like, can kind of keep a close eye on stuff like that. Like that vision, I'm sure is going to give some clues as to what's going to go on. Yeah, it was it was expected that all of that kind of stuff would be handled in Thor Ragnarok, but we're seeing that same statue on the set of Avengers three, like Avengers Infinity War. Like, yeah, well, it's, I, it's not. I quite didn't ex- the same. I didn't expect that because I, yes, I think that Thor Ragnarok will deal with some of this stuff, but I think that I mean the reason he goes is because he's trying to figure out what the Mind Stone is. Like he's trying to figure out what that stone yeah. is, and so when he has these visions, he's like, oh infinity stones that's what this is and he's like he's learning about the infinity stones in those visions i think um so that's really i'm i'm just excited 
Rad, rad <laughs> stuff. Yep. Well, we get uh, we get Thor Ragnarok in November of this year, but before that, we've got. I mean, Agents of Shield just got renewed, right? So that's going to be coming up in fall. Also coming up in fall is going to be the Inhuman series, September. which is going to be starting September first in IMAX. The yep. first two episodes we'll, are going to be in IMAX. We'll be there and we'll be here to talk about it. Um, yeah, yeah, we will. Although I'm, I'm hearing, I'm reading rather, I'm, I'm reading some kind of odd news. Some, I, I, I would say it's a little bit troubling. Um, hmm. Weird things like um, Anton, is it Anton? No, it's Anson. Anson Mount. Uh, has said in an interview with Entertainment Weekly that he he's going to be doing hand signs as Black Bolt to communicate, which is a little bit weird. Um, How does he, he communicate says, in the comics? He just lets Medusa talk and then gives looks, and then we have his like internal monologue. And okay, I can see why they would need to come it. up with something. <laughs> Yeah, I can see the need, but it's it's a weird thing because it's not even ASL. It's not American Sign Language, which you know could easily be a thing in in the 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 MCU. Sure, uh, he he says specifically depends on quote, how long they've been on the moon. <laughs> he says, "quote I actually have to do more preparation when it comes to scenes in which I sign, and I can't use American Sign Language because he's not from Earth. He wouldn't know American Sign Language, so I'm making my own sign system." Whoa, that's kind of neat. That's kind of neat. neat, but it's also kind of weird. It, it's weird and neat, but I could absolutely see if this show is good and takes off myself trying to learn some of these signs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, people go to like week-long courses where they learn Klingon. You know, you can imagine yeah. like those same people going to week-long <laughs> black bolt sign courses, Man, which no, just I, learn real sign I, language. People, I'm already mad at these people, but uh. <laughs> I, I personally, I personally already know all of the um, the Chinese zodiac hand symbols in Naruto, and know how to do the the hand seals for Chidori and the summoning jutsu. Uh, if anybody watches Naruto. I'm that big of a nerd. Nice. I like it. I really have <laughs> often thought about going and learning Klingon. I think that'd be kind of fun. Uh, I think my girlfriend would break up with me, though. Yeah, probably. If I put any work into learning Klingon. It's like, <laughs> She's like, you could have st- taken me to dinner. <laughs> the stuff I work on already is questionable. It's like the the music and the podcasts. If I was learning Klingon. <laughs> She's like, you could have taken me to dinner, except now you know how to say steak, and I don't care. <laughs> All right. So uh, I hear that Hulu has ordered the Runaways to series. It has. Hulu has ordered the Runaways to series. They have they've gotten through the pilot phase, and they're they're all about it now. Um, with that news came a uh, a video that was kind of a teaser, but it's been it's been taken off the internet. Oh wow! Due to uh, copyright issues. <laughs> what? So okay. look out for that <laughs> to come in the future. Well, can't wait. Uh, I, I I've been watching Handmaid's Tale, which is a Hulu original. 
Um, yeah, yeah. And it has been amazing. Has it been? I haven't yes. seen any trailers for it or anything. I haven't read anything about oh, it. Oh, man. I've just I've heard nothing but ever, everyone saying how great it is, but I've seen the first five episodes, and they're really good. Just It's, it's again, it's prestige television. It's, it's that level yeah. of... It's kind of their house of cards or whatever. It's like their first big... Uh, their okay. first big, big budget, well done, well written, well executed, really well acted um, piece of piece of cinema um so are they releasing it like weekly or is it they just drop it all at once like netflix uh they did an interesting thing they released like four episodes i think it was four episodes at once so it's kind of like the binging thing where you get hooked but then they went to weekly oh jerks no i think it's smart back in the day when 24 used to come on you know it was 24 episodes long most shows only run for 20 or 22 weeks so they yeah. would do a thing where they would have the first week, they would do Monday. So 24 used to come on Monday nights. They used to do this thing where they on Monday they'd show two hours, on Tuesday they'd show two hours, and then they'd go weekly. And it would just like get you so deep into the story in two days <laughs> that you're hooked, you know? Um, and they're, they're, yeah. they're doing the same thing. Uh, and that's kind of what they're doing with the Inhumans. They're dropping two episodes right at the front, absolutely, just to get you, just, just to get you in it. So th- and then think if that thing is filmed later, if that thing is movie quality, if it feels like a movie, if you go to the C and IMAX and you're like, oh my gosh, that was amazing. Uh, I want to know more. I want more of that. I want more of the story. Then you go home, and the next week you get more of the story. <laughs> like, how cool is well, that? It's, it's actually, it's not going to be the next week. It's going right, to be right, right. a couple of weeks in theaters, and then yeah, and then yeah. The, I didn't mean the to small screen. Didn't mean to assume the dates, but you know, you know what I mean. Like, instead of waiting, oh, that movie was great in IMAX. So let's wait three years for a sequel. It's like, nope, wait a few weeks, and then you get an episode a week for a while. You get the rest of the story. Really, really cool, man. Really cool. Yeah. Yeah, so the uh, the last couple of things that we have on uh, on news this week is the is about the Punisher series. They just wrapped filming. Um, apparently, they were filming at the same time that the Defenders was filming, and because of that, Claire Temple unfortunately will not be able to make a cameo in the Punisher series. Mm, that's so sad. But that's I, so sad. I, I think that's okay. I think I feel like he's not a defender. You yeah. know, like he's he's a different yeah. thing. He's a spinoff thing, and that's fine. And it's totally cool that, he, you know, she needed to be there to draw all of them together. And I think that right. that she doesn't need to be there to draw him together because he's going to be mean, off doing his own Karen thing. Page. We are getting Karen at Page. At least we're getting Karen Page oh, that's in, cool. the, in the Punisher series. I, did, I, did, yeah. I didn't know that we were. I, I'm sure you mentioned a ton it before. of set photos involving her. That's cool. That's cool. And um, you know what else is really cool about the Punisher series is that Tyler Bates has been hired to score the Punisher series. He's a composer who did the score for the movie 300 and Guardians of the Galaxy and Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Mm. Like This man knows his music. Yeah. He knows how to make it epic and tell the good Those story with it. Those are three great credits. For music specifically, Like just like... And and just thinking of the kind of music they have for some of those fight sequences, uh, and having that be Punisher's music, I'm I'm down I'm down. Tyler like, Bates, I'm all about it. The score for 300 is great. Um, it's just so much so intense and driving and uh, just like fun choices. So I'm I'm excited to see what what he does. And obviously, I love the score for Guardians. He's also done. Let's see. He's also done John Wick. Oh, nice. The music for John Wick and. Oh, Sucker Punch, which music was a big part of that. Yeah. Super, 
where he worked with yeah. Mr. Gunn. <laughs> Super. <laughs> that movie's fun and weird. And The Watchmen. The Watchmen is another big one. Awesome. Awesome, awesome. So, yeah, he's got a lot of good stuff under his belt. Very cool. Very, very cool. All right, we have a few uh, We have a few feedback things here to talk about. What we got there, Jeff? Uh, we got Randy on Twitter saying, At MCU cast, 13 out of 15 MCU movies were certified fresh by Rotten Tomatoes. That's right, they were. <laughs> Damn right. I feel what like are the two? I feel what like, are the other two? Yeah, I wonder what the two. Wait, what would you guess are the two? I uh, would have to say The Incredible Hulk and Thor of the Dark World. Mm. That's my that's my that's, that's a good initial guess. guess. That's a good guess. I, I, I could see one of the Iron Man sequels not being refreshed. Probably Iron Man 3. Uh, oh, I, no, it's going to be Iron Man 2. Oh, really? Yep. 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 yep okay. Yep. Let me... Let me pull it up. Let's let's see. Drum roll. Can I get a drum roll? You got it. <laughs> okay. So we got Thor Ragnarok is at a 99%. Spider-Man's 99%. This is... People want to see it. Um, <laughs> Guardians, certified fresh at 81%. Uh, Marvel's Luke Cage, 96%. Doctor Strange, 90 Civil War, 90 Jessica Jones, 91 Daredevil, 87 Ant-Man, 81 Age of Ultron, 75 Agent Carter, 88 Bring back Agent Carter, damn it! Sorry. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy, 91 Winter Soldier, 89 Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., 94 Thor of the Dark World, 66 Ooh. Iron Man still fresh, 3, though. That's still fresh. 79 Right? Yeah, yeah, it's technically. Still fresh. Um, the Avengers 92, the first Avenger 80, Thor 77, Iron Man 2 72, The Incredible Hulk 67, and Iron Man at 94. I didn't hear any that are below. Yeah, there's there's nothing that's a splatter. Uh, Iron Fist is a splatter. But that's not a movie. Yeah. yeah, it's a seventeen percent. I don't see no splatters. Uh, so is the I don't I'm a little ignorant when it comes to this, but is the tomato with the the yellow circle around it different than the regular tomato? I guess I don't know. Is that certified fresh, and then the other one's just fresh? I think that's what they're talking about. Yeah, it looks like it looks like everything is certified fresh, except. Uh, the Incredible Hulk at sixty-seven percent, and Thor: The Dark Thor World the Dark at sixty-six percent. So at sixty-six, you made it. You were correct. You were correct. Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> All right. What else we got in the feedback? Uh, let's see. Ashley Coffin said, "Captain America: The Winter Soldier, amazing soundtrack." I agree. That's true. That's true. I wonder who did that one. Let's see. I, I still don't... I, I, we've talked about this in the past. Maybe she's responding to this. I don't know that... Uh, I can't ever... It's not like... You think of Star Wars or whatever. And I mean, I know that's like a kind of unfair because it's not just in... It's not just in the movies. It's like been a part of the culture for so long. But... Um, you can... Dude, John Williams is the man. Right. You can sing those melodies. It's hard to think of melodies in these new, more recent comic book movies that you can actually you can hear in your head when you when you think about them some people say they can i, I just don't i i can't i can't think of any 
I could. I dude, I so I nerded out so hard on this this past week's episode of Breaking the Panel where we talked about Guardians Two. Yeah. Because Charles brought up the uh, the song in the credits called Guardians Inferno. He didn't know it was called Guardians Inferno. Oh yeah, but I did. He was like, it's a really fun disco song with David Hasselhoff. He's like, that was really fun. And I was like, no, no. No, that felt like Guardians music because it was Guardians oh, music. Yeah. It was samples of Tyler Bates's uh, score from the first movie. Like if you listen to Black Tears, which is a song that plays when they're uh, approaching the Dark Aster over Xandar, that like the the riffs, the main riffs from that song are in Guardians Inferno. That's fun. And they were just like nerd. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jay on Twitter says, where's the reaction cast? New homes can wait. <laughs> um, you know, they can't. They can't always. specific day. Yeah, so we apologize. Something happened this week. We got a lot of uh, messages. For some reason, we got a lot of people were being polite. They weren't ragging us immediately. Uh, but uh, <laughs> the funny thing is, we recorded the cast on Thursday night when, when the movie came out. We posted it immediately. And then, for some reason, iTunes and a few of the other podcatchers didn't pick it up. Uh, um, our uh, Stitcher picked it up. It was on our website. It was. It was. It, we posted it like we always do, but somehow it didn't get pushed to some of the websites. So I re-uploaded it last night. Actually, when I found out, uh, Yoda Hughes sent me a sent me a message saying that um, it had it had not. Uh, posted and so I immediately took action. So if you guys aren't hearing from us, feel free to leapt into action. Feel free to shoot us a message if you if you think. But if you go to mcucast.com, it, if it's there, that means we recorded it. Everything we record, we post there immediately. Um, so yeah, yeah. Let's see. Captain America: The Winter Soldier was scored by Henry Jackman, who also did Captain America: Civil War, which was amazing soundtrack. Hmm. I always love the soundtracks. Did. They always like do their job to me, but it's not like I leave the theaters humming them. I guess is my my thing. I did. That's cool. Alan uh, Silvestri did the Avengers. Man, like, ooh, yeah, that was great. I, I don't remember who the guy's name is that did Iron Man one, and for that I apologize if he's listening, especially. But I'm sorry that I don't remember his name. But his 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 little riff when. Uh, Tony says, "Let's do a let's do a surface check in the silver suit, and it goes around him, and you get that dun 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 dun, and like the the drums come in like like oh, it gets me so freaking pumped." Yeah, man, totally with you. You know, I do, I do actually. Do you know what you're talking about? I it just doesn't stick with me. I don't know why. Weird. And you're the music guy. I am the music guy. I, 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 there's a video There's a video that goes that's going on the internet. Um, a buddy of mine sent me that's talking about why don't we have those John Williams-type scores anymore that you that stick with you as, as well. Um, and uh, they, they blame it on – I'll try to find it and post it in our, in, our, in, our, in our blog this week. They blame it on what's called con, uh, temp music. So a lot of times, apparently, what happens these days uh, when they're doing scoring these big films, uh, the director or the the, per, the writer or whatever will say uh, the score should be like this song, and they'll oh, actually put yeah. that song in as temp music, and they'll edit the thing to the temp music, and then later they ask a scoring person to score it 
and then they end up scoring it similarly to the temp music. And so it's weird. It's like this filtered down version where you're like, you're not writing creatively. You're writing sort of like to fulfill what needs to be cut around. Um, right, right. And so apparently that's like how all these big movies are done these days. And apparently th- th- this this YouTube video blames that on the fact that we don't get those big sweeping John Williams scores. There's great moments. We get a lot more like emotional moments. Like like even even the one you just talked about, the da 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 da. Like that's really driving. Like you said, it gets you going. But it yep. there's no melody. <laughs> you know, it's not like a that's melody fair. you're gonna sing later. Um, it's it's just like I do all the time. It's just good. <laughs> it's just guitars playing power chords. Like um, it's 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 they 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 make a they make a point of making the atmosphere feel right, but it doesn't. It's not going to be something you're going to listen to and sing along with or whatever necessarily, because uh, there's no melodies. Yeah. Uh, but but anyway, I digress. Get off my little yeah. soapbox that is actually someone else's <laughs> soapbox that I thought was interesting. Well, Alan Silvestri is coming back for Avengers Infinity War. He's scoring that one. Cool. And apparently he's also going to be the composer for the untitled Avengers movie in 2019, according to IMDb. Nice. So we get we get him back. Yay. Who? What does uh, Mario Parker have to say? Mario, Let's Parker, see, Mario Mill- Parker Milligan says, Great Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 review episode, exclamation mark. Maybe someone already pointed this out to you all, but about the ultimate ticket Regal offers for various movies. Pretty sure they're going to offer them for a lot of big box office superhero films because they've been selling out rather quickly. I got it in the past and used it a bunch, but two things that I found an issue with was you could not use the card online through Fandango or Regal websites or apps, and it seemed like corporate never sent the memo to theaters because every time I tried to use it, none of the staff knew what it was, and once a manager took it from me before I had to explain to him what it was. Super odd. Huh. Yeah, sometimes those things don't get <laughs> disseminated well. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. They they don't always shoot the memo out. I don't think we we don't have regal cinemas around here, do we? We have a couple, yeah. There's one in Trustful at least. Oh wow, okay. Huh. Yeah, I, I, if they had the uh, that ultimate ticket for Guardians at AMC, which is now our theaters around here, the like ninety percent of our theaters around here, I would absolutely buy it because I just want to be able to go and see whenever I want to. Jeffrey James said to us on Facebook, "Hope you had a great time at the movies." Hey, I was thinking about the Defenders trailer and thinking about my experiences with comic books. I remember reading Team Up issues where I really liked a character and then looked into that character's own book and found it boring or stupid. Similarly, there were characters who could barely carry a story on their own, Submariner comes to mind, who were much more interesting when brought into a group. I think that Danny Rand is going to be like that. Yeah, Iron Fist was a horrible show with bad writing, but <laughs> but the character of a somewhat clueless, overly serious, pompous kid is a perfect foil to the other three defenders. If that show works... It will be because of the chemistry between the characters. We already know that Luke Cage and Jessica Jones have chemistry, and we can tell from the trailer that Luke Cage and Danny Rand are going to irritate each other, and then probably become friends. 
The big question is how Daredevil will fit into the group because he's very much a loner in a much deeper way than Jessica Jones, I think. As for Jessica Jones and, and Danny Rand, she will totally not be able to take him seriously. Anyway, if the trailer is any indication, the ensemble is going to work very well, and Iron Fist Season 1 will become nothing but a Hulk-like bad memory. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I hope you're right, Jeffrey. I really do. I think, uh, based on that trailer, I think you're right, and I, you know. We are, you know what's going to be really awkward? For it. What's that? Is that Colleen Wing is the only chick that's in it that Luke Cage has not boned. Oh, he'll get his chance. Just kidding. <laughs> you think he's going to go for the Grand Slam? <laughs> go he's going to get the hat trick. Go for the Grand Slam. Oh, my. Oh. <laughs> we got a couple of voicemails here. Um, I'm so sorry, uh, uh, kind kind uh, ma'am who madam. called. Kind madam who called in. I Hi, cannot understand um, your name uh, on these, but I'm going to play them. Uh, I think we can understand most of what you say, but the times, names. Um, I, I couldn't understand your name. So, but thank you for calling friends, in. Um, so here is the voicemail. But who would win in the fight, Hawkeye or Green Arrow? Like, it's, it's always been huge debate, and I just wanted no answer. And since you guys are smart, you guys would know. So, yeah, that's my question. Bye. So, thank you for calling us smart. We truly appreciate it. We don't get called smart that often. <laughs> but who would win, Hawkeye or Green Arrow? Well, who's Marvel? Ooh. Right. Right? Exactly. <laughs> no. They're, I mean, obviously, they're very similar characters in powers, that being none. Um, yep. yep. And they're both good archers. Uh, I they would, got the whole Robin honestly, Hood thing going for them. Yeah. Honestly, I would probably put it on Green Arrow due to the Ra's al Ghul training. Ooh, that's a that's a great point. But the I League see, of Assassins. That is true. That is a great point. My my only caveat I've now now I've gotta be honest, I've really only seen uh the Arrow series. I'm not a big comic reader of either of these characters. So um the Arrow series I I'm comparing the Arrow series uh Oliver Queen versus the Avengers version of Hawkeye. That's who I'm comparing. Just to get get ground rules. Is that's that, that's where that I am fair? too. Okay. Um, because if you if you read Matt Fraction's run on Hawkeye, you're just going to be like Hawkeye forever. Period. Always. That's it. Right. Right. The thing the thing that I will say about Hawkeye uh, that he has going for him, he's kind of on a bigger stage than yeah. than, than than Oliver Queen. Now Oliver Queen's great, and yes, Ra's al Ghul training, uh, which is great. If you're fighting in the streets of Gotham or streets of wherever he's fighting, uh, which yeah, but but technically he is in the Justice League and he does help in the Justice League. He's that's he's true. a major part, similar to the way that Hawkeye is a major that's part true. of the Avengers. That's very very true. They're they're the same character. Um, you know what, Oliver Queen, he's Richard. <laughs> <laughs> yep. He's, just, he's got the money. <laughs> he's he's got the money. <laughs> he just like he just he just he'd buy he'd buy it he'd buy it he'd buy it he'd buy Hawkeye off he'd like uh, he'd he'd get Hawkeye to throw the fight. <laughs> <laughs> 
And Hawkeye be like, well, I got a family. I got a family to support here. I mean, Hawkeye's just a working man with a family. He's just a spy. How can, that, how can he compete with... That kitchen with... remodel's not going to pay for itself. <laughs> Somebody bought a house. <laughs> that's, that's all I'm going to mention forever now. Is, hey, I bought a house. You're going to be like, that's three years ago, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I I love the question. I just seems like they're the same character, except one's rich and one's not. Uh, although maybe you know the family. You did bring up the family angle. Uh, I may, maybe maybe Hawkeye has more to fight for. Mm, like like maybe. like like uh, you know revenge and revenge and this dark past and all this stuff only goes so far. But then, if you've got a family and children at home, like, you know, it might it might make you, you know, it might make you like put in that extra bit of gusto to win the battle. It could, it could, because like Ollie is just fighting with, um, like, oh my path, uh, keep my friends, my other friends from dying, and like they're just friends and they still die, and Hawkeye like puts himself in front of it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you know, Hawk, Oliver Queen seems to get beat down over time. Like, it's like every every time he goes through all these things, he's more and more beaten. Like, you can almost see him, like, wanting to lose at some point just because <laughs> he's tired of fighting. Uh, Hawkeye's not that way. Hawkeye is... Hawkeye has his family that he draws strength from, and... He like, and he always seems kind of upbeat, and I think that's maybe that's where that comes from. He has he has a life outside of all this that he's like he's fighting to get home to. He's kind of a like <laughs> he fights and then he gets to go home and has 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 people that he loves. And Oliver Queen's kind of this like I can't be with anyone because uh, they'll only get hurt. And, uh, you know, so I, I, I I'm 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 okay. going Hawkeye. Okay. I just, I don't like Green Arrow because, or well, I don't like the Arrowverse Green Arrow because he's trying to be Batman and the Green Arrow, and you can't have both. Yeah, that's very true. It's very true. I mean, they, and they, and the CW's been doing that since, I bet the CW is pissed off about Gotham, <laughs> because uh, the CW has been told for years they couldn't have Batman. Like, that's like a thing that, that like... Uh, Warner Brothers doesn't want them to have Batman because they don't want to confuse people wanna, or whatever. They don't want to break the I mean, name of he, Batman. That, yeah, well, you know, you don't want to... You kind of don't want to dilute the name of Batman, you know? When a Batman movie comes out, you want it to feel like an event. And I get that. But at some point... Uh, they just keep using Oliver Queen as like a stand-in. In Smallville, he was like the stand-in for Batman. And and now in uh, in... in, in the Arrowverse, as you say, is he's like the stand-in for Batman. Yeah, he's the broody leader, the broody planning leader. Which I mean, that I will say, you saying he's the stand-in for Batman makes me want to give it to him because if he's the Batman of the universe, <laughs> he's gonna win. He's rich. Like that's the thing. He's rich. <laughs> yeah, but but you know, uh, millionaire millionaire playboy with a philanthropist. Take uh, all that away. What are you? They always, they always, they always do well. Those millionaire playboy philanthropists. Uh, and she uh, actually called with one more uh, voicemail here. Hi, it's Ryan again. My question 
that I eat is, do you think they're, I think I asked this, I don't know, but do you think they're going to try to get the Winter Soldier and Black Widow together? I mean, they try to do her and Hulk, but that's not how it goes in the comics. So I was just wondering, what is your speculation, speculation on that? And yeah, that's my question. Till next time. Hey. Cool. Thank you. Uh, maybe Rain. Maybe Rain is her name. I'm. I'm I can't hear. <laughs> the. Uh, she, she keeps saying her name. The connection's not great. And the. Um, the. The speech to text on Google. Google Voice keeps interpreting her name differently. It's real funny. It keeps being like Ryan or Frank. Ryan or Frank or Rob. <laughs> or it just like keeps or Mike. One of them says Mike. Anyway, uh, there's just a bunch of them, uh, and they all say different things, which I think is real funny. So, uh, so we're sorry we can't understand your name. If you write us and let us know, we'll say it correctly, uh, or we'll say it maybe not correctly. Um, ask <laughs> ask ask Omero Malia. <laughs> I you still get it. his name wrong. I know. I know. Homer. And he told you Homer. how to pronounce it. Homer. Got it. Like Homer. Yep. Got it. But From I'm real bad Simpsons. at it. Yep. Um, uh, to, more to the question. Yeah, so, to the question. Will um, they bring I, those two together? Winter Soldier and Black Widow. I don't think so, because Winter Soldier is so caught up in I've got to repair what I've done. And he went into he went back into cryogenesis. Uh, at the end of Civil War. That's right. I forgot he's in he's in Wakanda, and he might show up in Black Panther. Yep. yep. I forgot all about that. I forgot all about that. Oh, man. <laughs> That's what I'm here for, buddy. See, you, you went with him. I don't think so because of her. She don't need no man, is all I'm saying. <laughs> she don't need no man, and she only, you know, the Hulk thing, I don't think there's really a thing there. that, that Like, she would like there to be a thing there, but... It sucks as much as it sucks to say it. She was using him. She was well, using. I mean, she was using that relationship to control him and in, make sure he didn't kill anyone. In Civil War, we get Tony asking, "Like any chance that we could have a Hulk?" And she's like, "Do you really think he'd be on our side?" <laughs> like he asks her specifically because you know they, everybody knows. Everybody knows that that's a budding thing or is a thing or something. Yeah, I don't know. They they definitely have. I mean, they have chemistry, and I think that she, I think that she genuinely cares for him. But I don't, I just don't think I don't think she needs a man, and I don't think that uh, I don't think he's the man for her. Uh, or it, it really, it, it, I don't know. Maybe, maybe he is. Maybe once Winter Soldier like comes around, and 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 is actually fully there, maybe 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 that'd be great for each other. But I I guess I need to see. <laughs> See who that character is and how they interact because I can't really even connect. Yeah, I can't think of them interacting really. I want a romantic comedy of them connecting and being all like, "Oh yeah, well, um, I killed a guy in you know this this place time frame," and she's like, "Oh yeah, well, I killed a guy in that place. Did you get it from the tower?" Like, I went from the bell tower, yeah, and and then they like they say at the same time the brick that was missing, like you know, just yeah, yeah. They, they do have they do have the dark. They do have that going for them. They do have like the dark history of being a forced assassin in the past, which is kind of a cool angle to try to like make that uh, make that work. But I still think that they're a little. I still think it's 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 a no go. I think that she doesn't need him. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't think anyone's good enough for Black Widow. <laughs> okay. Dad. I don't think anyone's good. I thought the Hulk was, but man. <sighs> He's got she, anger issues. She just pushed him right off that thing, and it was so heartbreaking. That's Well, she said, I adore you, but I need the other guy. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I don't think... She's just not ready. She's not ready to give in to that. She's not ready to run away with anyone right now. She needs the other guy. She She's about the mission, you know? She's about... Yeah. She's got red in her ledger, and that's like her. That's her life. Um, I don't. I don't see her. I don't see her with anyone <laughs> for a while, anyway. Not for a while. Till she starts. Till she knows herself, you know. <laughs> I have to find out who Black Widow is alone before I can even think about a relationship. Right now, she's still cookie dough. You know. Ugh. You mean she's got to get baked? <laughs> I mean, sometimes that helps. <laughs> what's, All right. what's your thing? Big bag of weed, bongo drums, smooth jazz? <laughs> All right, let's move on to Computer King. Computer King. Computer King uh, sends an email. emailed us. With just, uh, the, 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 the subject line said, Defender's full trailer. And the... The subject was uh, OMG. OMG. <laughs> OMG. OMG. OMFG. <laughs> that's all he had to say. He liked the Defender trailer, I'm thinking. And that's the proper response. Yeah. I miss I miss your voicemails, Computer King. I just want to say that. So if you got any got any feedback you want to send this, I'd I'd love to hear from you. <laughs> I'd prefer it in voice format. Yeah, especially him, you know? Oh, by the <laughs> way, also Rain, I think it might be your name. That that wrote us uh, that sent those two voicemails. We got a couple other voicemails from you, and we we couldn't use them because they were there was too much background noise. We couldn't understand not just your name, but the whole thing. So my apologies for not being able to use that feedback. Um, if you don't think that we to, don't love you, yeah, we still love you. We just couldn't use the. the, the I think it was some Guardians feedback, and we're about to do a Guardians feedback episode tomorrow. So. Uh, you guys uh, come listen to that, but uh, unfortunately we can't use that feedback. So when you guys call us, please like turn off your uh, TVs in the background, things like that, because we could hear. We, some, sometimes we get things we just can't use. Uh, but yeah, we want to use all the feedback. We love hearing from everybody. Oh yeah. Also, I uh, I think she ended her uh, her last voicemail that we used with an "Until next time." And God, I love that. <laughs> yeah, you done good. Until you done next good. time. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow, I believe, with Gu- our Guardians of the Galaxy feedback episode. So we'll be getting into some Guardians feedback and uh, just kind of talking more Guardians because we liked it. We'll talk about so what much. you want to talk about. We liked Guardians a lot. Um, Spoiler alert, it was real good. Yeah, so go see Guardians if you haven't yet, and we'll be talking more on that tomorrow. Uh, We are the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast, a proud member of the Giant Size Team Up Network. If you'd like to reach out to us, hit us up at mcucast.com, at mcucast on Twitter, facebook.com slash mcucast, mcucast at gmail.com, 573-CAST-MCU if you want to give us a call. And uh, please uh, check out matthewcarrollmusic.com if you have the chance i'd really love to share my music with you guys and know what you think um it's uh, it's brand new just been recording a lot so matthewcarrollmusic.com to to sign up for the email list and get some free music that's how you do that um thank you all so much 
We'll be back with you tomorrow with more Guardians Talk. Peace. Until next time, true believers. Thank you.